0: Hi, and welcome to the Happy Project Podcast. Uh, my name is Becky, sitting across the table in Cedric Sky City, and together we make up the co-hosts of the Happy Project Podcast. Hello, cooks. Oh, God. <clears throat> i said it your name to make sure you know i was talking to you as opposed to the hundreds of other people in this room hi cooks hello how are you cooks
1: i am doing fantastic are you no i'm th- doing okay
0: name one fantastic thing that has happened lately
1: lately hmm
0: <laughs> you're taking too long. I, I'm trying to think legit.
1: <laughs> you're, you're, why are
0: you taking so long? Hold on, long time? hold on. How fantastic is this? Come on, you can do it.
1: Um, can I pass?
0: You can't think of one fantastic thing that's happened lately. How about like I made a really good dinner?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was fantastic, yes.
0: You know what? Just pass. <laughs> just pass. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs>
1: I love my life, but my life is prestigious. Just... These, these days. These days, it's, just, it's monotonous. It's very monotonous. Yeah.
0: We are kind of, it's kind of like the wake up, work, sleep, repeat.
1: Yeah. I don't really go anywhere either. So mm. I just, yeah.
0: That's all right. You know why? Because the most important things in life aren't necessarily. Big, exciting, go out, gotta see it things. They are sometimes just right here at home. Mm. Home and home in your heart, in your home. (laughs) Home is where the heart is. And that's where the real good things in life are. Someone write that down. That'll be a quote one day. (laughs) Well, uh, today, you guys are just joining us here for a nice conversation that we are sharing together as a couple as friends as soon to be uh legal family members <laughs>
1: <laughs> who refers to like marriage <laughs> like i mean it, it is true they're family but like it's yes, i don't know
0: legally tied it sounds funny individuals mhm mm-hmm. uh speaking as those people today uh today we just kind of wanted to talk about um I, I guess okay. it is family. I guess it is distance. Um, but I think ultimately what I really want to talk about is reconciliation and forgiveness, especially in a lot of mixed Korean homes or Korean American or part of the diaspora, this intergenerational trauma that can exist. And how do you overcome those traumas that maybe you see in your own parents or between you and your parents or just you yourself have to reconcile things with family members so that you don't have regrets as time goes by. There's a reason why I wanted to talk about this topic today. One is because, you know, it's something that I think about a lot. I think we think about this a lot, especially since our parents are living in another country they're not living here in korea and so we don't have the the benefit or the what's the word we don't have the the joy what is the word
1: mm, i the, mean the opportunity, luck the fortune yeah um, mm-hmm. opportunity right. ability to
0: see our families whenever we want to that doesn't exist and especially now you know with this global pandemic it makes it even harder so this this, this, uh, the fact of seeing our families used to be kind of a choice. We can go when we want to go, when we make it happen. Now, when we realize, oh, it's no longer in our hands, it puts things in a different perspective. And I think, so something that I've noticed when I talk to people who are half Korean people who, Korean adoptees, this is a big one, um, people who maybe have had some kind of separation between them and their family whether this is a cultural barrier a language barrier whether this is abandonment whether this is separation because of state adoptions what if this is because you know your parent has some kind of trauma that they're holding on to and it's too toxic in your life because you guys just can't get over it so some degree of separation may exist between you and your parent this is primarily i think the discussion that i'm having and um that Space between you, whether it's physical or emotional or language or cultural, can be very hard to to get over to bridge to erase as time goes by and we feel this more and more keenly as we get older as we as more time goes before we see our own parents and um, in a way this is my plea to our listeners who have many of you guys fall into one of those categories I mentioned, a plea to you guys to not let time go by so quickly before making that effort to cross that gap. Um, a lot, there was, a, of course, a catalyst to this conversation. A couple of days ago, one of my high school friends passed away. And if any of you have experienced death in some form, it can change the way you view life. And so maybe this is my way of trying to philosophize my feelings, trying to understand that. But uh, the long story short is just to really recognize that those people who love you in their own way, in the possible much that they can, maybe the capacity is not so great or what you needed or in the way that you needed, but they do love you in some way, somewhere, somehow at some time to recognize, appreciate that, and to put aside the things that are not as important when you come face-to-face with the recognition of the ending of time. So um, I think this is a very necessary thing to say because, like I said, trauma and uh, irreconcilable differences, misunderstandings, physical distance, all of these things are very common characteristics I think, in mixed homes or uh, the Korean diaspora in all its spectrum.
1: Yeah, I actually, you know, I've had the the privilege of um, having generally just a very good relationship with my parents. Mm. Um, And for those of you who may not be aware, my father has passed away uh, and he's been gone for about 10 years. But prior to that, you know, I had a very good relationship with him, good relationship with my mom. They had good relationship with each other. So I realize now that I'm older that it's, that's definitely not the common narrative. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I've been very privileged and I recognize that. But I've also been able to see maybe some of the relationships that, you know, they've had with maybe family members that weren't so great. And, you know, there are things that happen. I also know, you know, a lot of friends, um, some closer than others that just have this disconnect with their, say, for example, their parents Mm -hmm. because it's just this generation gap, you know, the first generation grew up in Korea, moved to the States and, you know, they're second gen, they're totally American mindset. It's very, very typical, I think, in a lot of people's stories. And, And what's tragic, at least to me, is the fact that one, their relationship, you know, between uh, parent and child is sort of fractured and, and it's just like, I don't know, they're separate, you know? Mm. Even though they might see each other from time to time or even live together, it's like they're, they're not on the same page. There's not this sort of mutual respect mm. and it, it breaks my heart. And, again, I I recognize I come from a place of privilege when I say this. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know what it feels like to be in that situation. But one thing that I feel like I've noticed is a lot of it seems to be just, you know, misunderstanding, not understanding each other. And, you know, that can cause a big wedge Mm -hmm. because you just don't understand. Now, here's an example of this. And this is a total hypothetical example. So this isn't anyone that I'm thinking of in particular, but let's say you have parents who, maybe a dad, right, who immigrated to the United States, did the typical like immigrant like hustle and grind, started their own business and just worked, you know, 70, 80 hours a week to give their kids a better life. And he's just... 6 7 days a week he's working mm-hmm. you know and maybe the the spouse is helping with the business and they go through ups and downs and you know the the child who is growing up as an american in the case of growing up in america goes through school and sort of has you know a decent life because of the hard work of the parents the parents demand so much of the child because you know they came to america they want to give the child a better life and of course in their mindset they want their child to have a good job, stability. They don't want them to
0: struggle like they no, have to.
1: No, no, and they they just put all of this like pressure, and sometimes it comes out in a way of maybe lashing out at their kids, mm-hmm. or like really like expressing frustration, even anger, mm-hmm. and maybe even physical at times. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know the the dad might hit the son, you mm-hmm. know, or something like that, and the son. Or daughter just doesn't understand and i'm not advocating of ab- abuse of course but just for the example sake the son or daughter just all they can see maybe is oh my parents or my dad doesn't care about me mm-hmm. my dad uh all he does is just nag at me they demand
0: know? too much yeah
1: yeah it's like mm-hmm. every day and uh why 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 can't i make my own decision mm-hmm. why can't i just be what i want to be you know why do i have to try to get into the best school and get this type of job and so from my perspective and i'm you know i'm not nowhere near qualified to to analyze a situation like this It's just my opinion but it seems like there's just a misunderstanding in this type of situation where really just perspective differences but that doesn't mean that there isn't love there but it's just how it's expressed seems to be Mm -hmm. different and Mm -hmm. how both parties looks at life is a little different and that can cause a wedge Mm -hmm. a division which is understandable, I can imagine myself probably feeling one or the other way if mm. I was in their shoes. Easy for me to say. But all, all that to say, I feel like a lot of times it does come down to maybe understanding and uh, sort of a lack of empathy, you know? Not, not being able to see the other side or put yourself in the other shoes. Mm. Uh, I feel like sometimes that could be the case or play a part.
0: It gets a little bit difficult, of course, when it comes to wrapping your mind around understanding, seeing where they're coming from versus the feelings that have cultivated towards that person, the feelings that you might have about the situation, because what happened, history, story, experience is rational. You know, you can break it down. This year, this happened. I did this. I sold my business. I spent 90 days a week. I worked this long, blah, 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 whatever. There's no 90 days a week. I was going to say 90 hours (laughs) Hours. a week, but that just felt excessive. But you put, Mm -hmm. you can count down, you can quantify everything and it's very logical and rational, but the emotions are not something that you can just very easily grasp very easily. You can't understand at emotional visceral level, the suffering or struggling an individual went through. And so this is where it gets very difficult to reconcile oftentimes And it seems like sometimes it's just one person or the other has to be like, you know what? Okay. You'll never get over that. And you hurt me because of that. But I have to see a bigger picture that I know you still love me and you still care about me, even though you had to do these things, even though these terrible things happen, even though you hurt me in this way. Um, and you have to make a decision. Am I going to be able to look past that? It's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. I try to think about in the cases, you know, um, in mixed Korean homes, especially, because that's what I can speak from for experience. And from the people that I talk to, the stories that we hear, those who we meet off camera, you know, and talk about their own lives, that it is oftentimes these fractures happen because, um, say, the parent is Korean. He's a Korean dad. And he ends up marrying a woman who's not Korean. Their relationship fails and suffers and and it's very painful ending and they end up hating each other because of cultural differences misunderstandings family differences so many little things that pile up which ultimately end up with their separation and then a distaste for that person's race let's say oh all white people act Mm. like this oh all you know whatever people fill in the blank they're all like this you know they're hurt by this experience they have a child this kid is part korean part that other race. It's very easy then for let's say the Korean father to see their child and only see the bad side of their mother in this child. All white people are like this, you're also white. And this I think can happen. Maybe not consciously, but nobody said emotions made sense all the time. And this can be other reasons for rifts. And this is why it's very hard to ask people who are in this situation to be like, you should just understand. You should forgive your parents, you should reconcile. And get over it because, mm-hmm. because family is thicker than, or family is more important than anything else, right? So in a way, we're kind of in catch-22 because we talk about these things now in this episode. We're pleading with you guys from our own experience, don't wait too long, but also fully understanding it's not an easy thing. Not an easy thing to request. No doubt there are many people who have so many traumas, and I see it in you know the half-Korean pages that I follow on Facebook. People use it as their venting boards, which I understand. But um, again, sometimes, you know, some things seem bigger when you're forced to look at it in a certain perspective. So this is why I just wanted to talk about this and just say, don't wait until it's too late.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think um, at least making some sort of effort would be very beneficial, at least, you know... At at least there's some sort of sense of closure.
0: You might not even get closure in some cases. Yeah. Sometimes it's just awkward. Like, I'm thinking about, you know, some of my Korean family, where it might just feel awkward. (laughs) Like, oh, you know, what do I say to you? And we don't have these experiences. Or you said something to me many years ago that really hurt me. Or I know how you treated my mom, so... I I just can't forget that. It can be very, very awkward to try to overcome those emotional obstacles. Yeah, nobody's saying it's easy. But I also do think that at the end of the day, especially people who are estranged from family, for I imagine there are very good reasons for that. Toxic relationships are very dangerous. Um, But to a certain point, I think it is important to look at those relationships, maybe from a distance, safe distance and really ask if things ended now as they are in this moment and I never had a chance to see you again or say anything I wanted to say or at least tell you thank you for being my mom you know thank you for giving birth to me (laughs) at least that Um, or recognizing the gifts that they did give you that maybe you see in retrospect would you be okay in this moment with how things are to just it just ended and that's it I think when you think on this kind of black and white terms Regret? Will you regret? Will you not regret? Um, then you see more clearly. What kind of relationships do you want to keep and do you want to salvage them, especially among your family members? Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. This is more me just like getting it off my chest, I guess. But I think, I hope it is valuable. Um, I, the people I have in mind are those who are from, you know, mixed homes, especially where the, their parents didn't work out where you bear the brunt of your parents' trauma or dislike for each other, um, for the family members who, one, you know, if you are in an international relationship, one side is always going to be far away, physically, distance, and culturally. So you have this extra work that you need to make to have a healthy relationship and healthy homes with your family who is no, not with you physically in this time. So I think about those families as well. Um. yeah. And if you yourself are struggling with deciding how, how can I forgive myself? How can I forgive my mother for treating me this way? How can I forgive my family? How can I get over this awkwardness? We haven't spoken in 20 years. Can I reconcile this generational cultural differences that we have? Could I, can I do that? Um. You're always welcome to talk to us. I'm not saying that we're counselors. I'm not saying that we have all the answers, but I am saying that being able to shed a little bit of light on these maybe dark corners in our hearts can at least offer a little bit of healing or maybe a little bit of clarity to yourself. And that being said, you can always get in touch at the thehaffyproject at gmail.com. Um, we are going to be releasing a series of videos with a counselor, friend of ours. She's also half Korean. And she focuses especially on um, mixed race, um, international families, and uh, cultural differences, and just how do you work through all of those things as an individual and identity. And we're going to be releasing a series of videos talking about different topics. And we are going to specifically address forgiveness, reconcil- reconciliation, dealing with trauma, um, and if anything that we talked about in this podcast was like, well, I would like to learn more, then uh, stay tuned because we're going to release more episodes on that on the YouTube channel. Anything else you wanted to add, Cooks?
1: No, I, I just want to give a word of encouragement to everyone out there. Fighting.
0: Fighting. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. I, I yeah. think um, if we could just encourage each other, I think that can go a long way.
0: Mm. Yes. And that's what we're doing on this community here. So thank you so much for listening. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, feel free to leave a comment below. And as always, get in touch at thehappyproject@gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. We are The Happy Project.